New and Approved, the home of new and international music here on Sin. Ireland's favourite indie synth-pop rockers, Tudor Cinema Club, are back in 2019 with the release of their fourth studio album, False Alarm. An observation on humanity's ultra-consumerism of technology, the incredibly eclectic record is filled with exclamations of electro-europop and soaring synths. They'll be back in Australia in November for Grapevine Gathering and a line of headline shows around the country. I'm excited to dip into the details of False Alarm Now with Sam from the band, who joins me on the line. Thank you so much for chatting here on New and Approved. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Pleasure. Congratulations on the release of False Alarm. However, yourself and the band felt since releasing this record out into the world? It's, been, it's one of the ones we've sort of been living with it for the past maybe you know, six months. So it's just finally, I think it's probably just to finally get it out there and uh, yeah, stop just talking about it and let people listen to it, you know? The album retains the unique Tudor Cinema Club sound but also reaches new heights in power, synth, pop and rock. How was it writing and recording False Alarm? Was the new sound intentional or did it arrive through kind of experimentation in the studio and writing room? Uh, yeah, I think with this one we had the luxury of time. Um, usually when we've been recording before, it's it's been in and around sort of festivals or other shows and maybe we set ourselves a deadline and we've booked to, you know, hoping that we'll finish an album by a certain date. And this time around, we just sort of just sort of have its own time and space. Um, and I think that really comes across in, in the, yeah, the experimental sort of things that, that happen in some places on the album. Uh, but no, I don't think um, any sort of direction was intentional. I think it's just as... I think as we continue you know, down the, the, the road we've been going on, we sort of just let the influence pull get get bigger and bigger and try not to get too many boundaries on that. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful to hear. And talking of time and space, there is a little bit of a space thematic edge to the album. Was there any one inspiration that sparked that? Or did that, again, just kind of came through that experimentation and time you had to figure out the new chapter of Tudor Cinema Club? Uh, yeah, I think that's what we have as well of, um, you know, what, what we think if we do this, so we can't do this, we're, uh, you know, pop rock band or whatever. I think, yeah, it comes just with that sort of confidence as you get older in yourself and, and, yeah, just allowing other influences to come through in the music. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful to hear you kind of keep growing as a band. But Talk was our first taste of the album. How was it decided that this track would be the one to first introduce fans to the new eclectic electric synth pop sound of Tudor Cinema Club? I think we just felt like it was one of the more immediate songs. Um, I think as well, we sort of at the point where we realize we know nothing about what people want. So we kind of leave a lot of that sort of stuff up to people who think they know better. <laughs> um, we see a lot of advice uh, from people who, who, you know, I guess it's there. You're listening to New and Approved on Scene with Sally. I'm joined by Sam from Tudor Cinema Club chatting all things False Alarm, their fourth album, which is out now. Another highlight from False Alarm that I wanted to talk about was Satellite, a track accompanied by a wild music video that features yourself, Alex and Kevin, in a parody-esque out-of-space adventure. How much fun was it making that video and practising those incredible synchronised dance moves? <laughs> the dancing was all part of it. Like We had a day rehearsal before the music video to go and learn this dance routine and we went into a dance studio the other girls in the video are, are proper dancers and so we went to the studio and had to get involved and they were all in there stretching and all beforehand so we you know, joined in the warm-up routine and took it all very seriously 
Um, and yeah, but there was a, a longer extended routine, but we didn't quite manage to fit it into the video. The album is packed with messages and commentary on the internet, social media and consumerism. Was there one particular message you wanted to sound out uh, listeners when they listen to the album? It's definitely something that's very on, very much on our minds at, at the minute. I think people as well. It's, I, I don't think this album is about telling people what to do. I think it's just more an observation of isn't it silly sometimes? You know, as people, we get so caught up with things that don't really matter. I, I guess we've experienced it sort of, especially when we're on tour. And yeah, I think with what's also I got at was the album title was like, especially with your phone, like you have all these buzzes and notifications throughout the day and a little bit of anxiety goes along with that. You know, like a buzz could be like a, a news alert telling you something terrible has happened to me. But it all sort of arrives, you know, in the same way. Um, I think there's something strange about that. And when you were recording and writing the album, did you kind of get away from the screens and the buzzes to do so, to reflect on that environment that we've all kind of been consumed with? <laughs> uh, no, we didn't. We're, well, I mean... Whenever, whenever you go to Black Mouth Lee's studio, you go away from the city and stuff, so there is a bit of space and dial you there um, and go just away of it. Yeah, there is no escaping, but we kind of we can reflect and move on and listen to False Alarm and reflect on our actions and decisions from now on, I guess. Yeah, I hope so. And it has been a huge year for the band, so not only releasing the fourth album, False Alarm, but immediately jumping on tour around the world. How fun has it been? playing the new music to live audiences across the globe. Yeah, it's been great getting back into it and uh, the reaction to the new stuff has been so good. And festival season as well, and I think festival crowds, you would imagine, just want to hear the hits, you know? Um, mm. So it's been really nice to see people excited about hearing some new songs. But yeah, I think the tour starts for us in September when we're doing our own shows. Um, so yeah, I think by the time we get to Australia, we'll figure out how to play a few more new songs and... Uh, be very, very well rehearsed by that point. Can't wait to hear the new ones live on our shores. Uh, but I want to talk about Glastonbury. We're talking about festivals. As always, Glastonbury is a huge highlight for artists and music lovers. How was it jumping back onto that bill and giving that huge crowd such a great show? Yeah, it was, it was great. One of the rare sunny days at Glastonbury as well, which was lovely. But yeah, we played the other stage uh, back in like 2012 or 2013, maybe. But we were like first on at <laughs> like 11 a.m., uh, so it was really nice to come back and play like the penultimate slot and the sun was setting. Um, and yeah, I think everyone at that point was kind of glad to see the sun disappear. Uh, and I think sense the relief. Yeah, you hit golden hour, which is perfect timing, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, you will be here in Australia in November with huge shows planned across the country. Are you excited to be yeah, heading back and just in those new songs that we can hear? Oh, yeah. We, we can't wait to get back. Like, it's been a wee while for us, and uh, I think last time we were there, we were there in July. The winter, so we felt a little bit chilly, I have to say. So we're <laughs> we're looking forward to getting getting there in November, getting some sunshine, and hopefully a couple of little days between all the fantastic shows. Yeah, you'll be here right in that transition between spring and summer. So as well as doing headline shows across the country, you'll be playing the Grapevine Festival in Victoria, New South Wales, and Western Australia. A combination of wine and music, surrounded by the luscious scenery of Australia's green valleys and wine country. Are you keen to see these corners of the country that you may not have seen before? Yeah, no, I know. I can't wait. I, I, I can't admit to know very much about it. It sounds like it's going to be interesting. interesting. Another one to, to check out for sure. It's been a bit of a hectic 10 years coming up to the anniversary of your debut album, Tourist History. How does it feel looking back on that time and seeing all of the incredible achievements the band have accomplished? 
Yeah, it's wild, it's wild, but it's been like that long. Um, it's just flown by. I think the crazy thing now is that we see, you know, people at shows here like, like we've gotten older, but the shows are still like, you know, eighteen, twenty year olds like in, at the front. Thinking, whenever that first album came out, how does this work? So it's really positive, obviously, um, to get new fans in. So I think they're just. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's that old. It makes us feel very old to reflect back, so we tend not to do it very often. We are loving False Alarm here at New and Approved on Sin, and we can't wait for the band's return in November. Thank you so much, Sam, for chatting to us. Oh, no, thank you. You can catch Tudor Cinema Club in November where they'll be playing Grapevine Gathering across the country. But for those listening in Melbourne, they'll be playing the Forum Theatre on November 21st.